thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill, and this week in wellness, the FDA has re-evaluated its recommendations on amalgam fillings in teeth. The FDA have acknowledged that the mercury vapour released from these devices may cause harmful effects in certain groups. In particular, pregnant women, nursing women, children, especially those under six, people with neurological diseases such as multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease, people with impaired kidney function and people with a heightened sensitivity to mercury. They now admit that dental amalgam, which is a mix of mercury, silver, tin and copper, releases small amounts of mercury over time. They claim that the low levels of mercury is not harmful to most people. They did, however, acknowledge the potential for mercury in dental amalgam to convert to other mercury compounds in the body, something that has been long denied. They now recommend that people who may be at high risk to use a non-mercury alternative, such as composite resins. They stop short of recommending that people remove or replace existing fillings, suggesting that the risk of increased mercury release on removal may in fact outweigh the benefits. As always, the link is in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that this is something that people have been saying for a long time. You know, I've certainly gone when I've needed to go. My kids have gone when they've needed to go to a holistic dentist who does take this sort of approach towards mercury amalgams. And these dentists and people who've chosen to use these dentists and people who've been concerned about mercury in general and amalgams in general have long been criticized, told they were hypochondriacs, told that they were worrying about nothing, that it was perfectly safe, despite the fact that there is no known safe level of mercury exposure. So this idea that this low level is believed to be safe, it's just a belief. It's not actually based on any research, which is really concerning. So there's a lot of people here who should be concerned. If you look at just who we've discovered so far should be concerned, it basically includes every single female on the planet who ever plans on having children, right? Because if they're putting these into their teeth, they're obviously planning on leaving them there for a length of time. If at some stage in the future you're planning on getting pregnant, you're planning on nursing a child, then this is going to be a concern. Right? Add into that these neurological disorders, which we know are on the up and up. There are so many people with these various neurological disorders in our society now, so many people with kidney disease. Now, this is a huge, huge section of our population, so we need to be really concerned about this. And I mean, ultimately, what if it affects more people and in more ways? This is just what we know so far. This is just what we can absolutely prove so far. You know, the way we're doing this, it's about ruling it out, not ruling it in. You know, we, we don't know. We don't, it ha- we don't know that it's safe for other people. We just haven't discovered anything else yet that might be problematic. But we've now discovered this. It affects a significant percentage of our population. We really need to be conscious of it. So now that we've acknowledged that mercury compounds as well can convert to other mercury compounds in the body, I wonder what ramification this has for other mercury sources. You know, we've been told that, no, no, this particular source of mercury is okay. This one is safe. It's that source of mercury. It's that particular compound that causes problems in the body. Well, now we're saying it can convert in the body. And that is really concerning and something we need to be very, very aware of. So, you know, given the fact that there is no known safe level of exposure to mercury, we need to be very careful about letting it enter into our body in any way, shape or form, understanding that there are some environmental sources. It cannot always be avoided, but we need to do our absolute best to minimize it and to try and avoid it where possible. And we need to be conscious and start thinking about how we go about removing it, making sure if we are doing that, we're doing that very safely and effectively as well. So you've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. 
To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This podcast is brought to you by Exercising Resilience. Would you like to be personally mentored by me to help you transform your feelings of fear, anxiousness, and hopelessness into feelings of strength and resilience? Would you like to feel more resilient physically, mentally, and financially? I've created a group mentoring program called Exercising Resilience. And right now, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial. That's 30 days of free daily access to me in a private group, two free group mentoring calls, a 21-day resilience challenge, and access to a highly motivated tribe of people to support you along your way. Just head to exercisingresilience.com or click on the link in the show notes to get your free no-obligation month of resilience mentoring. That's exercisingresilience.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.